You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. It is the last episode of 2020. I am absolutely floored by that. Am I the only one who felt like this year was never going to end? And now that it finally is, thank you, Lord. I'm like, where did this year go? It feels like it just happened. Man, it has been just such a blur of like Netflix and the same four walls. I... I just, I can't believe it. Um, No matter where you are in the world, though, okay, I'm in Germany. You might be listening in a completely different country. We have all been put through the ringer this year. We have all been impacted in drastic ways this year. And as we were prepping this episode and really trying to nail down what we wanted to cover, we decided that the best way to close 2020 and launch you into 2021 with the tools that you need to really thrive and survive um, was going to be to cover prayer, the power of it, the impact that it has, and the importance of self-care. Because listen, even when the clock strikes midnight and we ring in the new year, 2021 is not going to just magically make all of these hard things that we are experiencing right now in our world go away. It's just not. I know that's not the fun thing to hear, but that's the reality. And so we have to prepare ourselves. We have to prepare our hearts Um, to really be able to take on this next year and everything that it brings, be it good or bad or hard or whatever, um, you know, with a true laser focus to thrive despite whatever is going on around us. And so the power of prayer is something that maybe you aren't um, deeply religious. Maybe you don't have much experience with prayer. Maybe you don't even really understand what it is, how it works, or why it matters. Um, We want to walk you through that understanding of why it has such an impact. And beyond that, you know, self-care is something that has really blown up the past few years. I've noticed this trend of it being kind of trendy, you know. Everyone's advocating for bubble baths and taking that long walk after dinner or whatever it is to do these self-care things for you. And here at Homefront Heroes, we really want you to know that self-care is so much bigger than that. It really goes down to the roots of soul care. And that's what we're going to be touching on. About seven months ago, I created something called Head to Toe Prayers for Your Husband. These were prayers that I made covered head to toe after reading an article talking about the importance of praying for your husband from head to toe. Um, God prompted me to make these prayer cards and I created them. I made digital downloads on my personal Instagram page. You can still click over there and go find them, Tay underscore Blackburn. And y'all, I had about... 100 women 
download these prayers and begin joining me in praying for our husbands from head to toe. How amazing is that? I say that with the most humble heart because I shared it in complete fear that people were going to think I was just so weird for doing this. And to have that many ladies lock arms with me and really value praying over their husbands, um, it was just such a blessing to my heart. And so as I continued to kind of walk through that and have conversations with women about that, I realized and felt this pull on my heart from God to create head-to-toe prayers for yourself, which is what we're going to be talking about some today. Um, Praying for yourself is so important. You know, if you've ever been on a flight, they're kind of hard to come by these days, but back in the good old days, if you ever got on a flight, you know, they go through all the safety protocol and hardly anyone pays attention, but if you did pay attention, you would hear the flight attendant walk you through what would happen if the oxygen mask dropped down from the ceiling, how to put it on, and yada yada. They would also tell you that it is important and imperative that you put your mask on first before trying to help anyone else. Because listen, if you pass out, you are no good to Sally or Susie sitting next to you, okay? So when it comes to our prayer life, we need to be mindful of that. I know that's a silly analogy to make, But listen, we cannot expect to pray for our families with the type of fervor that we need if we are suffocating ourselves. If our lives are lacking oxygen, if we feel like we are barely hanging on, we need to put that oxygen mask on first. We need to pray for ourselves first because we cannot expect to help others if we are empty. So, With that said, I created these head-to-toe prayers for yourself, and I'm going to read through them today. Um, And then afterwards, we are going to talk through a little bit of the fun, um, geeky science behind some of these aspects pertaining to prayer, okay? But what I want you to do, if you are driving, then please do not close your eyes. That would not be safe. Um, But if you are in a place where you can just steady your heart, You can just steady your mind and you can just get still before the Lord. I'm going to read through these prayers and it is my hope that this will be an encouragement to you that you will pray alongside me and believe with all your heart as the Bible says where two or more are gathered. We are believing together that these things will be true in our lives because they are derived from the word of God and that is the infallible word that is unmovable and will never return void. So I'm going to read through these prayers and I want you to agree with me, pray them over yourself, And we'll circle back after. Number one, my mind. God, I pray for my mind today. Please help me to be diligent in taking every thought captive, making them obedient to you. Do not allow me to view my blessings as burdens, but allow my mind to dwell on the things of heaven instead of earth. Philippians 4.8 says, Whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, or worthy of praise. Think about these things. Number two, my eyes, ears, and mouth. Lord, help my eyes to stay focused on you. Keep my mind, 
body, and soul from evil things. Allow the words I speak to overflow with patience and grace, successfully glorifying you and uplifting those around me. Shield my eyes and my ears from sin, giving me the sensitivity to spot it and the strength to resist it. Psalm 19.14 says, Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord my Redeemer. Number three, my heart. God, I long to be in sync with your heart so that ours beat at the same rhythm and break for the same things. Please cultivate in me a deep heart connection with you that will positively impact every aspect of my life. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Number four, my shoulders. Lord, you see all the many things weighing me down, the spoken and unspoken pressures and demands that are placed on me by this world. I pray right now that you will help me lay my burdens down at your feet because I know you are more than willing to carry the weight. Don't let me buy the lie that I have to do everything or do things all on my own. For with you, my burden is light, and I'm so thankful for that truth. Jeremiah thirty-two seventeen says, God, nothing is too hard for you. Number five, my arms and hands. God, I ask you to help me find joy in my work as a woman. Every hat I wear comes with a lot of responsibility, and at the end of each day, I often feel so exhausted. But I know that you're faithful to lift my arms when I'm weary, so I will keep my hands uplifted in praise. Make my work meaningful, and my heart happy to do it all. Ecclesiastes 3.13 says, Take pleasure in the toil. Number six, my ring finger. Lord, I pray for a heart that deeply values the vows that I made before you, to be a wife of purity, who respects and submits to her husband, who works to fulfill my wifely duties with grace, kindness, and joy as I seek to glorify you in all that I do. May you be made known in my home through my efforts. Ephesians 5.22 says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as unto the Lord. Number seven, my knees. God, I long to be a woman who fights the battles of this world on my knees, submitting every choice and challenge of my day in prayer before you. Help me to humble my heart, bend my knees, and invite you fully into every aspect of my life. Thank you for lifting me up when I lower myself before your cross. Ephesians 3.14 says, I bow my knees before the Father. Number eight, my legs. Lord, help me to firmly stand on your word and to faithfully walk in your ways. I understand that the path you've called me to is narrow, and with that comes the hardship of going against what the world tells me is right. But I pray for the strength I need to remain standing when this life makes it hard to do so. Matthew seven fourteen. For the gate is narrow and the path is hard that leads to life, and those that find it are few. And number nine, my feet. God, help me to be aware of where I'm walking. Sometimes I take tiny steps away from you through hidden or secret sin. Other times I find myself wandering away from you due to mindless gossip, unchecked anger, 
or any seemingly innocent thing that hinders closeness with you. So draw my heart to realize when that's happening and my soul to repent and turn away from such things so that I might boldly begin walking towards and with you once more. Psalm 119, 101 says, I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. And we all say amen. (laughs) Thank you so much for praying that with me. Truly, I am so honored to have been able to walk you through those prayers. We pray that they are a blessing in your life. Anytime that you need that that friend support of just being joined together in prayer, feel free to come click here and listen to those anytime. You can also click the link in the description box for a direct link to download those prayers directly to your phone or your iPad or wherever. Uh, That way you have it on hand to pray on your own every single day should you so desire. Um, Okay, now that we have covered all of that, I want to walk you through some interesting and incredible things that I found when I got to researching prayer and the impact that it has in our lives. I didn't know that there was so much scientific proof behind the impact that it has in our lives and in our brains. Um, I am someone who loves to research the meaning of words and to find deeper meaning in like anything and everything. So when I was prepping this episode, I was reading a bunch of different articles and I stumbled across a website called www.renewingallthings.com and wow, like I am absolutely floored by what all I was reading, but there was a quote that I came across by a doctor and her name was Dr. Carolyn Leaf and I'm going to read this quote, okay? It says, it has been found that 12 minutes of daily focused prayer over an eight-week period can change the brain to such an extent that it can be measured on a brain scan. This type of prayer increases activity in brain areas associated with social interaction, compassion, and sensitivity to others. It also increases frontal lobe activity as focus and intentionality increase. Isn't that incredible? When we pray, okay, here's some more science for you. Endorphins are released, such as dopamine and serotonin. Serotonin is responsible for stabilizing our mood, our feelings, and our well-being or happiness. It enables our nervous system cells and brain cells to properly connect and communicate with one another. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter that contributes to feeling alert, focused, motivated, and happy. It's often produced when your brain expects a reward. This is a chemical messenger, when it's properly balanced, that can provide great hope for things to come and the needed motivation for you to work towards greatness. So all of that is fascinating because the realization that something as simple as prayer can cause our brains and our bodies to begin releasing the endorphins that are responsible for so much joy. And if you are not 
new here, you know that we are always talking about joy. We are on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. And so this just solidifies that to me, that prayer is a huge part in releasing the endorphins that are responsible for helping us accomplish that joy. I have gone through so many times in my life when those endorphins were anything but balanced. I have been sad and angry, moody, unmotivated, tired but unable to rest, forgetful and fuzzy-brained. Praying and spending time in the Word was honestly anything but what I wanted to do. You know, full transparency, I have been in a little season of this even right now. Like, Aunt Flo is trying to make her unwanted appearance here in my life, and it has put me through the ringer. Like, I am just raging. (laughs) A whole bunch of these female hormones are just going crazy right now. And praying and spending time in the Word is honestly like one of the last things I want to do. That's terrible to admit, isn't it? But I just want to sleep and I just want to eat. That's it. Sometimes when we are in these seasons of feeling anything but interested in spending time praying or in the word, we can almost feel a little, a little awkward, like a stranger in our own minds. Like we're trying to ramble off some words that don't make much sense or hold much weight. And we start to think, what is the point? Why is this so important? Here is something that might help you because I know it helped me. You've probably heard the saying, it takes 21 days to build a habit. Well, scientifically speaking, there is a reason for that. After focused thinking on one thought for 21 days, new neural pathways will form. And after 63 days, that thought will be permanently wired to naturally be our default thought process or belief. That means that 21 days will establish the neural pathway to create the habit, and in just 63 days, that habit will make way for an entirely new permanent belief on the issue to be built up in our minds. Isn't that powerful? That every 63 days, we are permanently building up our beliefs about others and ourselves, be it good or bad. I remember taking piano lessons many years ago, and my piano teacher said to me after I'd been working on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star for months with little to nothing to show for myself, she said, Taylor, practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. You can practice this all you want, but until you start practicing it correctly, it's still going to sound bad, and you're going to have a lot more work ahead of you to unlearn the incorrect way of playing this. Yeah, that actually sounded nothing like what she really sounded like, but I'm terrible with impersonations. All that to say... I never learned how to play piano, but that one lesson has forever stuck out in my head in so many ways that have nothing to do with piano, like in regards to this, because friends, we can continue thinking negative thoughts about ourselves, about others, and even about God and find that we are practicing mental mindsets that are going to limit our ability to live full and free lives. It takes a lot of hard work to stop ourselves in the middle of thinking discouraging thoughts and say, no, this isn't right. I'm going to shift my thoughts to good things, to the truth, and then work 
to learn what the Bible has to say about your situation or your struggle. Because after a while, I promise you it gets easier and easier to recognize those moments as they're happening and quickly correct your thoughts. But in the beginning, you know what? It might feel awkward and it might be exhausting, but it's worth the work. It is worth practicing the right way. I have had times where praying and reading my Bible felt hard, such as even recently. And every single time I have felt that way, it has been in moments when I absolutely needed to push past my insecurity and my feelings of inconvenience to push into prayer, to reading the word, to praising and worshiping, because it does change my mood. It does have an impact on my mind. Fun fact for you, okay, our minds, our brains cannot differentiate between a fake for a smile and a real one. The moment that you put a smile on your face, even when you feel anything but happy, the same exact endorphins are released and the positive benefits happen, same as if you're bubbling over with a genuine happy smile. Give it a try right now, okay? Ready? One two, three, smile. Don't you just feel happier? I'm telling you, it works. (laughs) Sometimes we have to put on our spiritual smiles, okay? The positive impact of connecting spiritually with God, even in moments when we don't feel like it, will be felt in our hearts, our minds, and our lives no matter what. If it's on a day that we're really struggling or on a day when we're floating on cloud nine, the positive impact will be the same. Prayer is a wonderful way to invite God to dwell with you in every aspect of your life. Praying while you wash dishes, praying while you drive around town, praying while you're getting ready for bed, just having those sweet conversations with him is a way that reminds you that you're not alone, but it also reaffirms to yourself that he is always with you and listening to you because he loves you. I created these series of prayers, the head-to-toe prayers for yourself and also for your husband, because the habit of building a prayer life can be hard, especially if you're just starting out with your journey. Um, and I, I know that it can feel awkward to not really know what to pray. And that is a beautiful thing about these prayers. A new believer or a longtime follower can benefit from these. And so I'm hoping that you will click to download, that you will pray those prayers every day. Join us, share it with us if you do, and just never forget that there is an impact, even when it's not necessarily seen right away, there is an impact that's happening in our brains when we are faithful to pray. Prayer makes a difference. It is one of the greatest things that you can do for your self-care because it goes all the way back to soul care. And that is is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in. From our heart to yours, we hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and 
find the joy. 